This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking about giving therapy a try, check out BetterHelp. It's entirely online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a questionnaire, they match you with a licensed therapist, and you can switch anytime, no additional charge. So, celebrate the progress that you've already made by visiting betterhelp.com slash yanks today, and you'll get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash yanks. Today is September 24th. The Yankees lose the series in Buffalo to the Toronto Blue Jays. They do not look great right now. Let's talk Yanks. Let's talk all about the Yanks. Should we do the music? Faint music. So faint. Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks. Thank you very much for clicking play. Hanging out with us a little bit today as we recap this four-game set versus the Toronto Blue Jays. My name's Jimmy. I'm coming to you from the Roosevelt Studios Mid-Atlantic headquarters in Lavalette, New Jersey. I got new haircut Jake. He's coming to you from Roosevelt Studios South in Manhattan. And then we've got producer Bug Bug Dude coming to you from Roosevelt Studios Northwest, kind of. He's wearing a Roosevelt shirt. Jake's wearing an I Love Baseball shirt. How are you doing, Jake? What a shirt are you wearing? Nothing. That's a lie, and I'm sorry for everyone that we have to start. John Boy and Jake Radio hoodie. I don't know the shirt. Roosevelt also called me. They wanted me to rename my apartment just Roosevelt's HQ. Um, uh, not allowed. And which is pretty cool, but they actually took it literally, and they're holding some meetings here and stuff tomorrow, which is going to be a little problematic. But, uh, oh, speaking of, I'm having a gummy. I'm hoping it kicks in before the yeah. episode ends. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's part of the goal. Yeah, I, I don't think I'm feeling it as bad as you. Um, it obviously stinks. I, I mean, they're they're not playing with a lot of gumption. Uh it's and it's just all for the playoffs and I'm with you. I mean it it sucks and it it's not a proven strategy to try to just turn it on and play for the playoffs, but they're clearly doing that. I mean, Araldis Chapman walking off a mound in Buffalo, New York smiling down 3 runs cuz he had a nice strikeout. Well, like I mean he doesn't throw. Right. Uh, but still, I mean, it, it, if you showed that to any New Yorker, you know, from the years 2000s on, they'd be like, they'd throw up on themselves. Like, oh, how could you possibly be happy in celebrating this? But it's all built for the playoffs. And um, I don't know. I'm still hoping for a couple romantic nights in October, hoping for some good baseball, too. But yeah, right now it's tough, tough to get fully excited about. Yeah, it's, it's, no, it's frustrating. Like, it's, I'm like angry with them. Like, it's, I know. 
It's annoying how they act. They're very good. All the talent. They're just like, we saw a bad team this weekend. The Blue Jays aren't great. We saw a bad team. Yankees just straight up bad. So, super frustrating, man. Super frustrating that Voight hobbles around, plays every single day. DJ plays every single day. Clint plays every single day. Glaber needs rest. Geo needs rest, but he also doesn't need rest because he comes off the aisle and plays like five games in a row. And then Judge and Stanton, they have 10 days to get ready. Judge scored from first. Judge is playing a, a hard right field. Just sit him. Like he needs so many at bats. He has a 10 game window to get ready for the playoffs. Same with Stan and they both don't look right. So get them as many at bats. And then to pinch hit judge halfway through this game after sitting him, what's the message there? Why tell the media that Gary Sanchez isn't the starting catcher anymore. And he lost his job for the first time since he took over the role in 2016. Like, that's a huge news for Gary to hear his manager say he's not the starting catcher anymore. It's like big, big, big news for him personally. Like, obviously, a lot of us can see that coming. And a lot of fans are like, well, obviously, he's played like shit. But think of it. Gary is hearing his manager tell the media he's not the starting catcher for the first time since he broke into the bigs. But then you pinch hit him in the biggest moment of the game. So, like, what the hell is the message there? They just literally think they can flip switches. They think that they have so many analytics and matchups and lineup cheat codes. And yeah, Voight will be in the two hole, but it'll be in the four hole here. But then Stan has to be in the four hole, but then Hicks has to be in the three hole, but then it'll be in the six hole. They just think they have all these magic buttons everywhere and that they're always going to hit the right ones. And they're just so focused on all the buttons. They don't realize that like just hitting go is better. Just yeah, turn the turn the machine on. Let it let it work a little bit. Yeah, I mean, again, not wrong. Um, you know, uh, I, I think you're right, and the the emotions you're feeling, like I'm saving those for October, because hey, if if things do click and turn on, then they handled things the right way, technically. But right now, it doesn't feel good, and I, and I'm with you on you know if if you're gonna pinch hit judge and get him two at bats in the middle of the game. Just start him against Ryu, who he hit the homer against last year, um, instead of Brett Gardner. Like, like, what are you, what are you actually doing there, Yankees? Um, so yeah, I, I mean, that stuff is completely frustrating. And yeah, I, I think the Gary thing. I mean, if we want to do it now, um, I, I just think the Yankees realized uh, kind of some of the stuff we've been talking about. Higgy's caught a lot of good baseball games and Higgy swung the stick pretty decently. So I think the Yankees realized that, Hey, Higgy is going to officially start game one with Cole. Like that just snapped in their head, um, which, you know, it snapped in everyone else's head before that. But I think they also said, Hey, like if Higgy hits and gives us good at bats in game one, we might play him game two as well. Cause he's been catching really well with almost every pitcher and Gary's bat hasn't been impactful enough. So that's why Booney comes out with the uh, catcher is going to be a day by day thing. Um, but, you know, Gary Sanchez is still Gary Sanchez. That's why you saw him pinch hit there. And that's that's what you're going to see come in the playoff times. I mean, Higgy is going to catch that first game. We all know that. 
And if he hits in the first game, I think Boone was just leaving the door open saying that if he does hit, you know, we'll probably roll him over and we will play the hot hand. Uh, if he doesn't, we'll go back to Gary Sanchez because he does have a lot of notches under the belt. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, big news, but also expected news. Yeah, but just saying like confidence wise for Gary. And then just then to tap him into the big pinch hit, just like what's the message there? That's the whole thing. The message that the they they send to their players is confusing. They just need yeah. to go. I I think the I think the catcher one is is there and it's a situation and it's kind of separate from everything else. Everything else is kind of Yankees junk we've seen with this new crew the past couple years with hitting the switches and rest guys and all that. The catcher situation is new with the the Higgy development with Cole. And, and how that potentially plays out in a three-game series. And the Gary stuff, man, I mean, it's, I, I think, I, I guess the comparison I would use is like a basketball team. Like, uh, when a basketball team practices, like, you kind of know who the dudes are and who the guys are. But, you know, sometimes a, a guy kicks into gear and gets hot or plays well and you play them. Like, all the Yankees know, and I think Kyle Higashioka would be the first to tell you, like, Gary Sanchez is a better hitter than him. So if there's a situation where they need a hitting catcher, they're going to go to Gary Sanchez. Um, but I just think with the recent Cole developments and Higgy catching a lot of the guys really well, they, they wanted to open that door, and here we are. Yeah, well, whatever. They're just indecisive. Either, either you make this move two weeks ago and you get Higgy regular playing time or you or you don't and and boone answering the question saying we're a long way away we're four games away boone what are you talking about yeah he said there's a lot of time before the playoffs to figure this out what like quite honestly just wrong just like a huge wrong right inaccurate wrong so whatever you want to get to the burns and start doing, I forget we got four games to burn. Oh man, this is going to suck. Not your burns, Jake. Yeah, kind of. There's, there's not much you can do with these games. All, all even the games, the Yankees won in this series were kind of like duds. I mean, three of the games were decided by 10 plus runs. Like that's not. All right. Well, let's see what you got. God's plan on your mark. Get set. Burn, Jaggy Burn. Four games set in beautiful upstate New York. Scenic royalty versus the common man as it's King versus Shoemaker in game one. The most happy fella. Gio Urshela RBI single. Yanks are up one nothing. Only problem would be Toronto would score the next 10 Yankees killers Gritchick and Guerrero do some damage along with the new short King captain Kirk as the rookie has a four hit day, a bases clearing double by Mikey T late makes it look closer than it was. King and Loisaga really get knocked around, but Nelson and Chad give up earned runs too. It is ugly. Yanks lose game one, 11, five final. Playing, uh, yeah, 11 5. Bad, 
Yeah, and this was the uh, this was the Mike King start to try to push out our pitching staff further. Um, he just does Mike King. He looks okay for the first inning and a half, and then he gets knocked around. Um, Loizaga gets roughed up, which you know we've been trying to put him in the positive column for a while, and this kind of takes away any goodwill he built up. And, uh, yeah, I mean, hey, the start of this offense not looking like the Yankees, really. Um, two errors in this game. I mean, and they pushed three across in the ninth that were useless, but otherwise, you know, they just had nothing in this game. And, again, King looked good for, what, one time through? Uh, it's, it's like six batters. Yeah, it looks like one time through. And then Bichette started getting him. Right. Alejandro Kirk, complete butthead. Go. Does anything in this game matter uh, towards the playoffs? Lasagna, bad. That's not good. Lasagna, bad. This um, was a bunch of the players. Like I said in my postgame recap, this is a bunch of the pitchers. King, Lasagna, Nelson. If the Yankees are going to make a deep run, which I very think is highly unlikely. The one of those pitchers has to be part of the DS or the CS. They just don't have, they need to have some blowout wins and these guys need to eat innings to save the really good bullpen. The, the, the four bullpen arms. So they all kind of are failing the audition. Yeah, uh, a little bit. I, I mean, if you get into the seven game set, maybe, and I, you know, there, there are some arms out there and we'll see what happens with the Clark Schmidt thing. He's sounds like he's getting the pill Sunday in an audition role. Um, but also, you know, Garrett Cole can, can reset a day and get you through some things, but no, I mean, it's only complete game though. No, but I mean, seven innings that gets you to, you know, Britain, Britain Chapman. Um, Right, but they can't pitch every game. Like, they can't pitch. Right. So you need games where none of Britain, Chapman, Otto, Chad pitch. Right. So you need, like, um, a good performance from a starting pitcher, get you to the through the seventh would be fantastic. I don't see that besides Garrett. Yeah, but, I, again, there's still you're still missing a tier before we get to those guys. I mean, Holder, Sessa, um, potentially yeah, Clark them. or someone like that. Um, Do you really still have hope for Clark? Yeah, man, he's getting kind of an audition Sunday, and I think if he looks good, he could potentially leapfrog uh, a few of the guys you just named if there's room for them on the roster. Yeah, that seems a bit crazy to me, because like, why wouldn't they have been giving him a look this whole time then? One guy told me this Yankees team thinks they can just hit buttons and make things happen. Sure, I agree that they may do that, but you think like it can be a good strategy? I've never said that. I said I don't like the button pressing either, but it's just what they do. So it, it wouldn't surprise me if they do something like that with Schmidt. Um, but I'm saying but it's also, nerve wracking then. Like we, this tier of pitching is nerve wracking. 
it's how they operate. So I like, I don't, I, I kind of don't let that affect me. I mean, this is the same thing they've fed us for a couple years now and it, it stinks. It's not ideal. It doesn't feel like the core of baseball that go out and win every day and, you know, uh, have that winning mentality that if you do get beat up, well, we're back at it the next day, you know, put me in there, skip. They don't, they don't have that feel. They don't believe in that, which sucks. Yeah. Yeah, and I, you know, we Sessa gets beat up later in this, and I don't even think Holder pitched. So, and Holder got beat up his last two outings. So, I'm saying this role is 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 needed to make a deep run, and everyone in their last audition has been bad. It's going into this. No yeah, I was saying no the King up. Nelson. There's still a there's still a tier before you get to those guys. Is what I was saying. But those guys have been bad as well. Right. Okay. That's all I was saying. Yeah. We don't have a sub bullpen right now. Um, anything offensively or or strategy wise here that was weird? They just got blown out. No, there was nothing. I mean, no uh no home runs, which was the theme of this series. Um, you know, they went down ten to one. So, you know, that's that's game over. Yeah. Shoemaker. Talkman hit a fastball. He did. That was cool. Yeah. Same okay. time. Yeah. I mean, my dad texted me, too. It's like the biggest. I mean, the guy hasn't hit a fastball season. So <laughs> it's like, crazy. It's wild to watch. Yeah. All right. Uh, game two. On your mark, get set, burn, Jakey Burn. How about Danny Tanner Rourke versus Yankees ace Garrett Cole, hoping to settle down a full house of grumpy Yankees fans? A.A. Ron Hicks, two A's but three bags, RBI triple. Then he scores on a pass ball. It's two nothing Yanks after one in the fourth. Geodude smash RBI single. Hey, Kevin is doing it Biggio with a solo dong in the fourth, but that's all the baby Jays would muster against Nat King Cole. Seven innings pitch, one earn run, seven Ks for Garrett as the engine is tuned up for the playoff road ahead. I know nothing about cars. The Yanks would run it up with six different RBI singles from the fifth inning on. Britain and Otto get some work for funsies. Yanks bounce back, win this one 12-1 final. Tom Hatch. Great early settler name. Uh, Roark. Garrett Cole's the main story here with Britain and Adovino looking good in blowout slop time for Adovino, but still looked good. Um, Garrett Cole looked really good. Easy. So that, I mean, that's, that's something like, I still like the Yankees chance. It depends on who they play in, in the three game with, I still like Cole and Tanaka. Like I do think that that's good. I, I, I have, very little faith in a five-game set. Do I think they have the skill to win? Absolutely. They have the skill to be one of the best teams in baseball easily. The lineup. They just can't put it together day in and day out. Like, they can't bring it every day. And they're bad. Like, you love the saying, how good you're good. 
we haven't seen their good be that amazing yet. We're hoping that we see a level we haven't seen yet. How bad's their bad? This team's bad is garbage. But oh yeah, I like Cole, and this is another good outing by him. This is a good offense. Seven innings pitched, only five hits, one earned run, got through it. So he's a bright yeah. spot. And and what the Jays the Jays do have, you said at the end there, their lineup's legit. Um, you know, we even joke about Alejandro Kirk because he's uh, as beautiful as a human can get, but. Um, like their lineup, especially with what he's doing right now is, I mean, the real deal. Cool phrase, Jake, uh, Sterling would like that one. Um, Cole looks really good. Uh, really, really good of late. And yeah, and that's, that's where I was DMing with some Yankee fans and you know, the, the mood around the Yankees is pretty ho-hum right now. Like it should be cause they look meh and someone you know, they said the phrase to me, like, what's what's even different than last year? And it's like, well, Garrett Cole's the one big different thing um, that we haven't had that guy. That's why we paid that guy a ton of money. Um, and, you know, in a game one, I, you know, it, as depending who the Yankees play, they're probably going to be the favorites because they have Garrett Cole on the mound, which is insane. So um, we do have that in the back pocket. Britain still looks good. Uh, Otto got an inning in this one where we thought he was on his way back. We'll circle up on that. And yeah, I mean, the Yankees lineup was putting the bat on the ball again. Uh, when you look at these Blue Jays pitchers, you know, Roark to Hatch to Anderson to Font to Barucki, um, you know, that's not the kind of competition you're going to be seeing in the playoffs. But um, they put it together for a day. It was kind of a you know, that the only part of this game I liked was I think Cole, the only part of this game I like. Go eat two bugs, Jake. Um, Fair. It was, was it the seventh or was it the sixth inning? The sixth inning, um, the, the Jays had a couple runners on. Cole's pitch count was starting to get up there and he gets, but he gets Bichette and Hernandez. I think runners on second and third. Yeah. Um, and, you know, again, like we can't, you're not going to replicate playoff baseball. You can't really replicate playoff baseball in a seven to one game in Buffalo, but you know, runners on second and third, two of the best hitters on the blue Jays Cole deep in his pitch count. And he went to work on him. So that is, uh, that is in the bright column. Yeah. It's a gamer. He's a gamer. Um, Higgy almost hit a home run. That was fun. Oh, yeah. Because he will be hitting. But, you know, again, not the greatest pitchers, and the Yankees can destroy bad pitching. We know that. Yes, sir. We go to game three? I think so. Here we go. This one sucks. Mm. On your mark. Get set. Burn, Jakey Burn couple rays of sunshine as Robbie and the Bluebirds take on Tanaka-san. Tanaka Tuesday, Ana Wednesday in Buffalo. Ooh, Vladito and Teoscar the Grouch score on a hit and a Gary throwaway. Woof. Voight scores on a pass ball, so an eye for an eye. The whole world is blind. It's two to one Jays, and then holy smokes, TFA, things fall apart. 
the Jays would go on to score the next 12. We've got four errors by the Yankees. We make Danny Jansen look like Josh Gibson. Look him up, kids. Every Blue Jay scored a run, and every Yankees pitcher gave up a run. Not a good formula. Tanaka, to Sessa, to Lions, to Kratz. <laughs> Yanks lose 14-1 final. Every... I didn't realize that every Blue Jays scored a run, every Yankees pitcher gave up a run. Not a good formula. Kratz. I doubt a team ever won doing that. That would be wild. Yeah. If they have, we should know about it. Yeah. Might ask KT. Wonder if that's look. I mean, maybe you take someone. A team has won where every pitcher they throw has given up a run. Obviously, because you can do a complete game, right? Run. run and lose so you, but, need, you need to have multiple but every do you think anyone's i mean it would have to be there so it's be like a minimum runs. of nine runs you have to win the game while your team gave up nine runs and it's probably more because each player has to score i yeah. doubt it's one run apiece i doubt it's happened but i'd be i wouldn't be incredibly shocked if they were like back I'll, in a I'll, double I'll, header in 1927 i'll dm james Smythe at like I'd say like 1245 and like hope he's going to bed right before then. And then that just keeps him up all night. Okay. All right. I like that. AJ Cole getting out of like a, the jam. That sucked. Mm. Bases loaded. No out. Dude, the Yankees are just <laughs> so uninspired. Like this was like the death lineup. DJ, Judge, Stanton, Voigt, Torres, Hicks, Geo, and um, Gary, Clint. You know, and... And Robbie Ray gets through him, walking four, giving him chances. And then AJ Cole gets out of the big chance. Like, again, these are not playoff pitchers. They might Robbie be. Robbie Ray's the going Jays. to start, but they're not for the Blue Jays. But you know what I'm saying. They're not Maeda, Berrios, Giolito, uh, Bieber, Police Sack. Like, this is not. Glass now, Morton, fucking Robbie Ray and AJ Cole versus yeah. the Yankees death lineup. And hey, I, I know, you know, this is only going to go so far, but AJ Cole is having a, a decent year for the Jays. He's actually, he's been pretty nice for them. Um, but yeah, and Robbie Ray is Robbie Ray. Like, you know, the, the strikeouts have always been there. Yanks do get, you know, seven guys on base. They go one for seven with runners in scoring position after they've been really good at that uh, the past couple weeks, and then they've been bad. And, Jim, they, they've got this – they've got, like, the little kid team move where, like, something bad happens, and it's like, oh, no. Like, they almost look to Boone and Nevin and be like, hey, can we – are we tapping out today? Like, if you remember, I think it – was it the first RBI single or was it later in the game where it went off the dirt and it bounced over DJ. Like it should have just been a routine out. Double play. Um, and double play for ten, for tank. And, and instead, you know, uh, a whole game story gets thrown off that way. So um, I don't know. It, it was one of the worst watches of the year. Um, I mean, near unwatchable. Like I had this weird. And it wasn't like, even like the bad, the bad lineup we had three weeks ago. No, because I, I mean, yes, the lineup didn't hit um you know they got some guys on base and stuff but the the baseball was horrible i mean 
They gave up 14. Four um, errors. Four like, errors, man. Tanaka like, didn't have his stuff, but the you know that bad hop and then the the error later on that Glaber did. So there's some unearned runs, but even then, if Tank has if Tank doesn't have that, he probably goes five point something with two or three earned run. Like you know, Tank didn't have his stuff, but he, again, the fielding betrayed him. It's bad, man. It's bad. You got to get four outs an inning. I mean, it's 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 not a good formula. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, one this, play they just did straight up couldn't play catch. It was bizarre. It was bizarre. Uh, Voight, Voight and Glaber back to back. Um, and then Voight calls him the bad news bears after the game. Kaster loves it. Um, but yeah, they. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, just uh, ugh. God. Kratz pitching once and throwing knuckleballs is fun. Kratz pitching twice is not fun. Well, and again, it goes into this, um, you know, we do end up seeing Chapman today and he looks really good, which is something. But, um, you know, my my Clark Schmidt thing, like uh, I've seen Eric Kratz pitch twice um, since since. September 20th or whatever it is. And like Clark Schmidt might be having a pseudo showing on Sunday. It could be just to eat those final innings to get through the year. If he looks good and the Yanks go to the DS, you might see him on the roster. And it's like, it's flip a mystery coin instead of like, okay, should we have seen more of this no, guy this year? That, that, if they have real thoughts of you and I, I know that the Yankees like to hit buttons. If they have, if, if Clark Schmidt makes the playoff roster, I will be so mad because why the fuck did you go sign Tyler Lyons and give him innings this series instead of using that to give Clark some innings to see what he's got as a reliever to help. They wanted to stretch him out. That was the whole thing. They, when they initially had him piggyback with Davey day, um, they wanted him to throw bullets and have this kind of storyline moment. And then they needed him to finish up that other game. So he pitched one inning or whatever. And then Clark Schmidt, their top prospect that they need to be taking care of his arm. Uh, they now, you know, over a two week span, they gave him, you know, no stamina when he'd been stretched out all year. So yeah, they sent him back pitches, down. They're building he, up his. If he pitches in this game, he's on regular rest for Sunday. So you still right, but it's, it's stretching him back out. So they were, they're waiting for the time and I, they, they might want him as like a mystery piece with less tape out on him. I don't know. Uh, again, get to the DS and make it a conversation pitch. Well, Sunday Clark. So it's a conversation, but Jimmy's all, he was their top prospect. He is their top prospect. And they yeah, called they, him up. The way they year, handled him and is they started the clock. So like, yeah, I mean, there's there's a good chance if he pitches well on Sunday, which, you know, I'm not saying that's a guarantee. Again, we got spoiled by Davey so far. But if he pitches well on Sunday and they go to the DS, I would bet you he's on that roster. I it just it's just a it's just a dumb strategy. You could have pitched him in the pros. You could have button gang. I know it's button gang, but I'm you're you're still at the point. You're where I used to be, where you're like, well, that's just what they do. So what's the point in being upset about it? I can't do that anymore. 
Right, because there's still odds it works. Like I'm just saying, like you know, if 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 yeah. the Yankees go and win the World Series this year, they won't. Like people could get like what you're doing right now and be like, oh, John Boy, look at this, and you'd say, I don't give a shit. The Yankees just won the World Series. Like I plan on feeling all the things you're feeling if and when it does fall apart. Because then it didn't work. Then it was a, it was a yeah, horrible. You're where I, that's like what I was saying last year when I was still half like, hey, it could work. Like there's, so you completely don't have the Yankees winning the World Series this year. I don't have them making it to the CS. Okay. If they do, like you're saying, great. I'm a big dumb idiot. Right. But I, th- they're they're they not going about things in a way that seems conducive to good results, especially if they have Clark as part of their postseason plan and they just have been throwing him in the alternative site while Kratz eats innings and against a playoff team in the Blue Jays. Like what? That is the dumbest plan I've ever heard. If that's the plan. Yeah. And I mean, again, that's, that would be 28th man on the roster spot. That's, that's innings instead of, you know, Nick Nelson or something like that. So I, I, I don't think it's that dramatic, but, yeah. Bad. Tyler Lyons is handsome. Really handsome. That snuck up on me because uh, we saw him. Did he have more of a nose before? Or I, f- I feel like something happened. Maybe he just had a like a really nice tan. I don't know what that was. Me either. They brought him in. Same thing. They brought him in. He was on the lineup card. The um said he wasn't because they're not. Do- <laughs> that was weird. Um, all right, well, let's go to game four. Today's game. Game four. On your mark. Get set. Burn, Jakey Burn. A couple intimidating Southpaws. Gumby Montgomery versus Thick Daddy Ryu. In the second, don't call me Junior. Vladdy Bomb makes it one nothing. Percocet. Double Boba shit. Two nothing Jays. Gumby was solid. Hands it off to Otto and oh no, Adams. House of Horrors and Buffalo continues. Two RBI to Ale Alejandro. Alejandro Kirky. Four nothing Jays. Am I celebrating the Jays now? Do the Yanks have a rally in their bones? Geo, one of the recurring names in this series, rips an RBI infield single. Four to one, and here comes the Kraken. It is high, it is far, it is Kachuk. That bleep into his glove. Yankees lose four to one and lose three out of four to the Jays. Jays clinch. Jays love using replay on calls that can be clearly decided in lifetime. (laughs) <laughs> Just look at him. Yeah. Boy, I mean, at the end, Montoyo like looked at them and were like, he was like, what? Like, why yeah. did like they just, oh, they just confirmed that call so quick. So it's clearly not Montoyo. It's like their replay guys. Suck. Their guy. Yeah. <laughs> like what a like, bad job. Some, someone's genuinely getting yelled at for that currently. Probably tomorrow yeah. morning, if we're being honest. Yeah. They're going to celebrate tonight because they clinched. Um, Monty looked decent. I mean, he got his in his own way. He couldn't feel, can't feel balls. But other than that, it was 5.1 innings pitch, two earned runs with zero run support. I mean, if the Yankees 
plop four runs or three runs or two runs. No one cares about that. That's like a, a decent line from Monty who we don't think is going to factor into the first round of the playoffs anyway. So it's not really much to discuss, but you know, he looked, he struck out eight over 5.1. Monty looked pretty solid. Yeah. I mean, it's almost uh, as Yankee fans, you can have an eye for Monty now in the first couple innings. Like if the curveball's there, that kind of opens things up for him. Cause even if his changeup's not good, if you're fearing the fastball and the curveball, the changeup ends up looking pretty good too. Um, you know, got the strikeouts and yeah, you know, if we're, if, if the Yankees did hit at all, we're probably saying like, Hey, good, good for Monty going out there. And yeah, it's a, you know, a building block. If, if potentially we do need him this October or, you know, when we go back to the drawing board next year, Monty's still going to be a very big factor. Um, so, you know, good, good for him bouncing back. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, Ryu looked really good and, you know, I, I think, I don't know if it's spoiled Yankees fans, but Ryu's a really good pitcher. I mean, one of, one of the best pitchers in baseball, the Yankees have had some success against him the past couple times and he, uh, he tightened the screws, man. He looked good. Um, you know, the, uh, in the game before that, uh, the 14 to one loss when you got Robbie Ray, AJ Cole, Ross Stripling, you know, those are bad at bats. Like Ryu beat the Yankees today. He, he was pitching well. That being said, Yankees haven't beat like a playoff pitcher all year besides Ryu. Glass now. Yeah, different glass now than we then they saw yeah, when flip they a coin. Which one are you getting? If there's a pitcher out there where you're like, damn, he looks good today, Yankees have not beaten him. And I think there's a lot of teams that could say that too. Well, I don't know. The 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 uh the twins like beat Giolito, Bieber, and someone else in like the last three series they had. There's another stud pitcher. Bauer was it? Forget, you know. And everyone's like on good days when those guys were looking good. Yankees haven't beaten a good. They haven't faced a lot of good pitchers, which is one problem. They haven't beaten any really. Yeah, it goes to some of the lineup stuff too. Go check out Sharp Stats with Katie. But um, yeah, I mean you can't you can't come in walking Bauer McGregor style about the Yankees. What do you think about Otto? Is he going to get an award? God, I don't know. A lot of a lot of guys could get a lot of awards. It's uh, it's tough, man, because he actually he had been looking better. His fastball, his fastball got up to ninety seven tonight. Pumped someone with ninety seven, um, and he'd been looking okay the last few starts. And then short king Alejandro Kirk gets him on the slide piece. Um, and yeah, I mean we're just in this season sample size, there's, there's no way Otto, we're going to feel confident with Otto early on in a playoff run. Yeah. I think he faced five batters. He gave up three hits. So not the best. No math there. Uh, yeah. All right. We got a lot of awards, a lot of individual things to discuss, but first let me tell you about DraftKings and what they got going on since they are the sponsor of the show week two of football is in the books. Now it's time to review the tape and get ready for week three. 
There's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. To add to the excitement of Week 3, DraftKings Sportsbook is bringing back their can't-miss offer. If you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to turn $1 into $100 when they bet on any team. That's right, you can place a $1 bet on any team, and if that team wins, you cash a cool Benjamin. How could you pass that up? Don't worry if football isn't for you. DraftKings is giving all you MMA fans the same great offer to use for this weekend's UFC 253. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOHNBOY when you sign up to get this can't-miss offer. Pick any team during week three, bet $1 on them, and win $100 if they win. That's $1 to win $100 when you use promo code JOHNBOY during sign-up for a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The first award that we give out here on the show is... Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Yeah. Do I go first? Jake goes first. Nice. Congrats, Jake. Thank you, Beavers. Thank you, Jommers. Uh, my pride of the Yankees, I, I normally double-check the stats to make sure I'm I'm not missing anyone. It's Gio Urshela for me. Um, I, I know he had the hit streak going uh, both sides of the ball defensively today. He had a couple web jams. Um, and, uh, yeah, man, I mean, Gio is just there, and it feels like, you know, when we're talking about some of the current misses on the Yankees, like, Gio, it always feels like he has his role. Like, Gio's, you know, the number one goal, play really good defense. Um, after that, I'm going to give him some good at-bats. I don't care if that's in the six hole. I don't care if that's in the nine hole. Like, I'm I'm going to barrel it up uh, and, and win the at-bats, and he did that all series, man. Um, so, uh, Gio clearly stood out from from – I, I mean, kind of any other Yankee, like the, the second we started recording and I started thinking about who pride of the Yankees would be. Um, I mean, that Cole guy's pretty nice, but, uh, Gio Urshela for me pretty easily. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, uh, he, I mean, he's just consistent. <laughs> he's like one of the few Yankees when healthy, like, if it's not both sides of the ball, it's one. He will consistently be a good part of the game. And molt and most times it's both sides of the ball. It's offense and defense. But it's never it's never like Gio wasn't a part of the good today. It's always there. And we've talked about this before and I've said how much I like it and I feel that way about him. Like, you know, Voight's there couple sometimes the defense is bad dj is usually the other guy um but i guess you know those third base plays just feel more they stick out a little more yeah. um and uh, maybe maybe this is a little bit spoiled yankee fans or shella does go nine for 15 this series with a 600 batting average and i think he's got a 14 game hit streak so 
Um, he's, he's genuinely been playing uh, like a tier above what you should expect from a player. And it, it goes overlooked. Like we just, we get caught up in the voids, the stands, the monsters, the monsters who mash. It was a graveyard bash. Um, when Geo just Gosh. does his thing and does it at an incredible level. Yeah. Very good. Very good pride, Jake. Thank you. My pride of the Yankees is going to Garrett Cole. Yes. He's the one difference maker on the team. Like you say, what's different this year going into the playoffs? Cole. I hope it works. I hope he, I hope, you know, you know what you know what we you know what we said about the Astros last year? You can't lose a Cole game. Or like if the Astros lose a Cole or a Verlander game, they're fucked. Yankees cannot lose the Cole game if they want to go on a deep stretch. Cannot. They have to be guaranteed wins. Make them beat you when Hap is on the bump, when Davey's on the bump. You cannot lose a Cole game. So he is the one, like, X factor going in. Like, at least I can pencil in a Cole start. And that should help the Yanks win game one. Yeah, and it's uh, it's uh, that's where the matchup comes really really interesting because um two of those AL Central teams are going to be saying that. I mean the the Indians have Bieber who's going to win the Cy Young uh if they come back up still not looking likely. The White Sox have Giolito who's their clear one um and you kind of like that matchup. Like Cole's got him in experience and kind of talent as of right now. So it's it's going to be interesting to see how that sorts out Twins probably still the best team of the three don't really have that one although Maeda's having a really nice year but still kind of in a in a different class than the others but yeah man i mean cole <laughs> that cold playoff game is uh that's going to be something that's going to be something he's my pride he's a good one and uh, i hope i hope he continues to make us make us proud and dude i uh Sorry, uh, to the talking Yanks fans, you know, I I don't want you to think I I was being my normal Jakey lazy bones, not giving some geo stats, but if I may, Jimmy, um this is excluding tonight uh where he did have did he have a couple hits tonight? Uh Geo was 2 for 4 tonight, so these stats all went up. Um Gio Urshela now in his past 2 years with the Yankees, 171 games, so more than a full season. He's hit 314 with a 362 on base and 892 OPS. So um, he's he's been about after tonight. Let's say he's he's been almost 40 percent better hitter than the rest of the league. And at third base, I mean, he's a wizard. And David Cohn, or I think it was actually Kaster, had the quote of the night that said, uh, you know, they were talking about outs above average and how Gio Urshela is rating well defensively this year. And Kaster said, yeah the defensive stats are finally catching up to Urshela because um, a lot of people would phrase that the other way around, but Gio's been a stud and that's why we used to yell at some of you geeks online and we're sorry, but it's because we were right. Well, and he's cleaned up the errors. Like he doesn't have an error this year and it was the simple errors that were messing him up last year, not anything physical capabilities. So yeah. he cleaned that up. Now the stats are good. Yep. Yep. First last year was his first time getting regular playing time since 2015 or something like that. Yeah. Next, I'm talking Yanks. You Yankee motherfucker. Uh, I don't even 
I don't you you go first. I didn't even think about this. Yeah, man, this is one of those one of those MFers where there's a few options, huh? And it also gets tricky because it ties into the uh the what does it mean category, right? Um not mad at tank at all. I'm not giving it to Otto. Um, I think I'm going Gary, man. Um, you know, Gary's gotten a few and it bums me out. Uh, but we did the whole conversation before. And I, I think, you know, you, you referenced the past two weeks and what have we been doing? And Gary started playing pretty well. I mean, we were butter knifing a little bit, but he had a had a good week of it. Um, but that wasn't enough to lock it up. Um, and now look at the situation we have on our hands. Like, hey, there's a world where this becomes a good thing. Higgy catches Cole. He looks great. Gary comes on the next day. He hits the homers. Whoa, Yankees have this two-headed catching competition. I love it. The way the Yankee season has been going, it doesn't feel like that's going to happen and now um Kyle Higashioka who's a great dude we met him awesome but I mean he's kind of he's like a 30 year old hoping to have a backup catching career in this league um who's now in a day-by-day battle with Gary and Gary's stats landed at 0 for 9 this series um and again you just wonder he only played two games right if if any of those at bats were to go differently. Um, and he had the pinch hit out tonight, which again, another fly ball <laughs> to the track, which we'd be talking in a very different tune this whole episode. But, uh, you know, the Babip numbers were coming out today and, and the Gary haters are locked and loaded. And it's, uh, it's a tough one, but it's going to Gary for the whole sitch. Tough. Tough. Uh, my motherfucker's Stanton. Hmm. If he was looking good, things would be a lot easier. But he's not. Terrible numbers on the series. He had one hit and 12 at-bats, only one walk. And again, we're not talking about good pitching here. Besides Ryu. So, I don't know. Yeah. Like Gary, he's just going to turn it on versus better pitching. I don't get the the mindset. I think that's been yeah. clear. But uh Judge didn't play enough cuz he doesn't he doesn't play. Yeah. So, unfortunately, Stan had the most amount of at bats to have the most worst, you know. Gary only played two yeah. games, Judge only played two, Stan played three, and uh he only got one hit. He didn't even get a lot of walks. And he a lot, yeah. had a lot of at-bats where me and my dad looked at each other and said, like, that was bad. And not even competitive at-bats. It's like one, two, three, boom. Swinging at breaking stuff that's never starting in the zone. Bad. Uh, and, you know, he, he's like a, a mind easer. He's like Cole. Remember when he, how hot he was to start the season? Like if you had that, Stan, you'd be like, all right. That's that's gonna you know that'll be nice in the playoffs against good yeah. pitching, but you don't have that at all. So, and everyone's slumping, so it's hard to single out him out. I think mean, I think Clint had a horrible 
and Clint was pretty bad, and he played. Clint a series lot. was bad too. I, I was eyeing Gardner bunting through a three zero pitch. Yeah, maybe that's my motherfucker. And I tweeted yeah. out <clears throat> that is the perfect metaphor for the Yankees, like thinking you're gonna pull a fast one and bunt the three zero pitch, and then not committing to it and bunting through the three Oh fastball right down the middle and then popping up in the next at bat. I mean, if that doesn't sum up the Yankees mentality and how much they overthink things and think they're being so cute and sneaky and, and, and it's just like, you know, don't rewrite baseball, take the three Oh pitch or swing at it. It just sums up the whole, the whole mindset in my opinion. Yeah, Weird. they're kind of not taking the regular season serious, uh, and that play is is the perfect note of it. And yeah, Jim, you mentioned you mentioned Clint, but I mean Clint did make some nice plays in the field, and that's where Stanton's sticks out a little more. I mean, he's locked in the DH spot. It's not should we shift him somewhere else? He's he is locked in there. Um, so when his at bats do look like that, I thought about him as my MFer. I do think you know Stanton when his bad does look bad. And, you know, a couple good swings this weekend. And I think we can be feeling a lot better about him. Uh, a couple bad swings. And I think we could be feeling a lot worse. Yeah. All right. Uh, regular old awards. Roa. Roa. You got one? Roa. Um, yeah, I do, Jim. I do. Um, my first regular old award goes to well it's the mr president award mm. Mm. mr president uh president of the fan club chad green chad green uh no it's going to glaber torres um well, I was going to give him an award. Okay. So he, uh, you know, the defensive numbers are coming out around baseball, Jim. Um, uh -huh. and they aren't good around Glaber. We talked about it on the sharp stats episode a little bit. Um, you know, it's become apparent. We got a weekend series coming against the Marlins. So what does Glaber try to do? He tries to get his jump man on president or whatever Jeter's title is coming in, signature jump throw. Glaber tries to copy it, and he actually did it. I was shocked. Um, but, hey, hopefully someone's getting in Glaber's ear about that defense because, Jim, you and I have talked about this. We've talked about this a lot more on the air. If Glaber Torres doesn't snap into shape very soon on shortstop, he's not going to be shortstop Glaber Torres very long. So You mean off um, the air? I feel like we've talked about that a lot, just texting conversations. Yeah, that would that would define that. You said um, on the air. I think you meant off the air. I I thought I thought it, I think I said off. Mm -mm. You certainly said on. I meant off. Then my Got apologies. You. Um, so yeah, uh, so he makes the jump throw, which is nice, and uh, over shallow is kind of a nice play. Um, hey Glaber, again, a lot a lot of what we're saying right now, like we hear Coney and Kay on the broadcast talk about what was it. Uh, the 2000 team that limped into the playoffs and won it all or the 99 team, you know, if, if you limp in 
and then you look good in the playoffs. People will forget all the limping. It was a nice play. Try to build on it because your defense at shortstop is very much below league average. Yeah, I was going to give him the table, table it uh, award. The table it, and it was just table is for the offseason, but Glaber ain't long for shortstop. And I don't know how that plays into DJ, how that plays into Glaber, how that plays into the Yankees offseason. It's a huge conversation in the offseason. I have it marked down as a big, big need is to upgrade the amount of people that can play shortstop and then the caliber of the backup shortstops. It's a bigger conversation. I want it on record that we're tabling it for the offseason. Tabled. Um, Because it cannot be Glaber starting and Wade as the backup. Like that's cannot be the options in the 2021 spring training. So we'll see if they can do anything, but labor can be the starter going in. What? I think I agree with you, but I'm not, I'm not sure what they'll bring in. Me neither. Labor can be, should be the starter, but you need someone that's really going to compete and, and maybe slide him over somewhere. If not, it would be interesting. But yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. I'm getting a negative town, but I have to do this. It, it's the uh, don't be a hypocrite award. Mm. Goes to myself. Mm. Uh, this has been lingering, Jake. Every single thing I said about why the twins would not win the playoffs last year. Goes against the Yankees this year. I can't be a hypocrite. They have the worst record of any team in the playoffs right now against good teams. They are the only team that has clinched that has a losing record against teams 500 or above. I said they haven't beat good pitching and they don't bring it day in and day out. And I can't sit here telling everyone that's why the Twins aren't going to do good last year. And now all of those bullet points that I used against the Twins that's why I'm scared of the Twins. That's why I'm scared of every team in the playoffs. Uh, the formula that I like for a, a team that wins in the postseason, the Yankees do not have. But they're the only team right now with a losing record against good teams. Yeah, uh, and I mean the the Rays and the Rays kills that because um, it was what two and eight versus the Rays. Yeah, but they're a good team. They're, I mean, they only play two good right. teams. No, I'm not saying it as an excuse, but I mean, the 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 bad Yankees this year ran into those good Rays a lot, and uh, that does shake the bear a lot. And the only thing that I, well, I will say... Well, these 10 games against Toronto. Because you're, you're right, and I respect I respect what you're saying. Um, but uh, again, that's where the Garrett Cole thing comes in, because when that, that was kind of a big part of the Twins formula. They, they didn't have the upper echelon starting pitcher and the back end of the bullpen too, if we're being honest. Um, So I think those are the two things you can note. but you're right. You, you are a big believer in that stat. Um, I do think there's a little skew this year and you could tie it to the small sample size a little bit. You'd like to think it would straighten out, but for what we've got, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, it's so weird because I believe in the pitching. I believe in the starting pitching the most out of all aspects of Yankees baseball. Isn't that bizarre? It's the one you would worry about the most. Um, 
I'm very worried about the bullpen depth, and I'm very worried about the lineup versus a good pitcher. Yeah. And lineup construction, I think. I don't know how they're going to do it. This, uh, <laughs> the Marlin series will be interesting to watch, kind of like not actually interesting baseball, but kind of like, uh, just a tipsy uncle observing a family party. Like, huh? Didn't, 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 uh, cousin Joe and, and aunt, aunt Tina, didn't they fight last Thanksgiving? And now they're seeing each other again. What's going to happen? Are they going to mix up the lineup at all? They do. They, they, who's going to come in on the bullpen? They have to play the same, the same, like Gary and Higgy, they told us they're going to rotate, but everyone else, it has to be the same, right? Like th they can pull them early if they want, if they're winning and they want to get, but like, I, I still, I still think they have to start like judge and Stan have to play all three games, Voight, all three DJ, all three Glaber, all three geo, all three Hicks, all three Clint, all three. Like I, they have to, right? Like I, I, I know I shouldn't get my yeah. hopes up that they do, but I, I'd still even be shocked if they don't. They have to, right? No, just because I, I, I've seen too much. I've seen too much. Um, I, I, you're, you are right, and you'd like to think that they kind of treat it as like uh, end the day on high notes. You know, the Sunday game, if. If Voight goes two for two, you know, get him out of there. Let Kratz play first base. You you hope you see some of that. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, guys needed bats. Uh, very much so. And Boone's, Boone said that in the presser yesterday, but they had their judge plan. They weren't going to break it as hard as he was running on the bases trying to disprove them. Um, but, yeah, we'll see. At minimum, I believe they've said – Judge will play all three, so that's something. It's also kind of should be obvious, but it's not. That's what that's the scary part, right? That yeah. it's not obvious. It should be obvious that the playoff lineup. Now they already told us about the catcher rotating, but it should be obvious that they're going to start the other eight guys that are going to be starting in the same lineup order that they plan on using in the playoff. It should be obvious. It's not. It's crazy. It's no. It's no. Um, um, who's up? Next you? Next award? Yeah, you, it's you, right? Yeah. yeah, I can do that. Um, okay, my, my next award... Um, is going to be the Flappy Fish Award. Mm. Floppy Fish. Floppy Fish goes to Adam Adovino. No, that would be a... be a nice thing to give Adam at this point. Um, this is just kind of a silly one. Lighten it up at the end. I'm giving it to Luke Voigt. Um, Almost every throw over to first, he ends up on the ground kind of flopping around a little bit. Like, I think sometimes it's the throw. Sometimes it's him. Um, and, you know, I know he's got the foot stuff going on, everything. Um, but, like, throws over to first from the pitcher, Gary throwing over to first, which, again, a lot of these are other people's fault. But 
Voight's on Voight's flopping around first base a lot. And I mean, does part of me kind of like that? Yeah, we got the good yoga pick from the last series. Um, but I don't know. Just a lot of Voight playing in the sand. Okay. Gary got baited by Vladdy pretty bad there. Yeah. Does a good throw get him, do you think? Who cares? I care if the play's executed, right? Uh, Gary should, you know, you're getting your job taken from you. Like, it's first and third. Who cares what fat Vlad's doing on first base? Like, even if you get him, you probably shouldn't even be concerned. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if if he does get him, we're saying, oh, that's Gary picking up his pitcher when he doesn't have his best stuff, you know? I, I don't know. I think that's... It's playing the result a little bit. Gary can't throw that ball away. Yeah. Uh, when he threw the first time to Vlad, I was like, Gary, there's a runner on third. There's no need for this. Yeah. You know, so that's how I felt playing the result when it wasn't bad. Just like, let's get the batter. Um, if there's the pitcher constantly thrown over, I'd be like, let's get the batter. So be in the battle with the pitcher. Well, the Yankees don't hold anyone on anyway, so. Yeah, they they kind of get too lost in that, too. Yeah. Yep. Voight's good, though. Like yeah, that. and he, uh, you know, I thought about giving a little, like, don't make me raise the eyebrow award to him, too, because his, his at-bats haven't looked as crispy. But just give us a couple good ones in this Miami series. Um... I'm going to give the you will have so much of my heart mm. award. Mm. Which I don't know if that's a good way to label it. Heart in your hands yeah. award. So what's the final award again? Be gentle award. Okay. So now I'm hearing something different just in my left ear. Heart in my hand award. Heart in my hand award. Heart in your hand award. Handful your of heart. heart. Handful of heart. Handful bloody of hand, hand award. The bloody hand award. God. I think it's Tanaka. I don't know. Oh, no. DJ. It's DJ LeMahieu. Okay. DJ is the leadoff batter. Okay. So he's going to be the first one that I hand my heart to when, when the game starts. starts. Okay. And if we could just delay heartbreak after him, just you're the first one. You got my heart. Like get a hit. Imagine a leadoff hit. Imagine how much yeah. better that feels. Yeah. Going into like the rest of everything. Even like even even a leadoff hit from DJ that eases you. For a little bit, for a long time, DJ's been great. Also, I want you—I want him to win the batting title. Yeah, but this is more about just being the leadoff hitter and one of the sure. only reliable people. And the combination there—you got a lot of my heart in your hand. It's like I yeah. hand it to you, and then you either spike it or you delicately pass it to judge behind you. Right. I want him to win the batting title. And I wanted to try and be positive. And DJ's been really good, so I chose him. Blood on your hand award? Uh, what was the final award called? 
I have that you landed on Bloody Hand Award. I was going to ask for my records. Yeah, I think what Bloody your final hand. name is. Both hands. Okay. I don't want to believe like this one. That's risky. Okay. Um, yeah. So I know what you're saying, which is good. Um, and yeah, I do think, uh, come that first playoff game when we, when we go through the gambit, um, you know, especially for a team that likes to think they can flip buttons and flip switches. If that first at bat, you see DJ LeMahieu slap one to right or do whatever he does. Yeah. That makes everyone else feel like the switch is actually on. So yeah, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. I have such a I if you guys think I've, I'm grumpy and in a bad mood like you don't even know the takes I held in oh I know I don't know if you know I seen it I think you're gonna be shocked at this take okay Chapman maybe don't work on a brand new pitch Nah. Your second to last outing before the playoffs when you've only gotten nine innings. Maybe don't throw the splitter that you're probably not throwing in the playoffs. It was like the only smiley moment in all of Yankees baseball. And I was sitting there like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Oh, now, see, I worked. disagree. I think I think it was only smiley for one person, and that was Araldis Chapman. So, yeah, the broadcast liked it. Some people on Twitter liked it. Like are we throwing that in the playoffs? You haven't pitched a lot, man. If you, if you got, you know, how many innings does a closer usually have in there? 30 something innings, 40 innings. If you got that under your belt and you're like, I'm ready to go, but you haven't pitched in a long time. And now it looked good. He got two strikeouts with it. I think, um, come on. That's just me being irrationally grumpy. A little bit. I mean, we know Chapman's literal mindset. He he told our guy, Joe's McFly, like the regular season is literally like does not matter to him. Um, yeah. So, yeah, he's he's a game away from the playoffs. He showed his third pitch for the first time. It looked good. He's happy. The other team has to scout it. And I mean, it was the ultimate symbol. I mean, down three runs to the Blue Jays in Buffalo to lose the third game of a four game set. And he's smiling off the mound. Cause Hey, that was kind of fun. Um, and that's where this team's at. You know, they've, they've put all their eggs in, in that playoff basket. Yeah. We'll see how it works. Tonight's game got him over 10 innings pitched on the year. So that's good. Oh, I got really bad news during the show too, Jake. Uh-oh. Wikipedia changed my picture back. No. Yeah, the guy said it didn't take. It didn't stick. The old picture is back. So someone at Wikipedia hates you. No, I, I think it probably auto-pulls from the first Google image. I've still got you as the new pick. You do? Yeah. I do too. So look at that. Chat gotcha? Chat monster? No, I mean, he's the same guy that notified that he did it for me. So. What does this Wikipedia say? Sold the rights to the video for $4,000? 
Who wrote all this? Hey, you're in here. Jake Storielli. Bang. With his longtime friend. That was nice of them. Let's say Jake Storielli was seen by his mom walking into bed with three beers once. No, but my mom told that story like yesterday. Um, it's Katie's sister. It says he also started a baseball podcast in July of 2019 with his longtime friend, Jake Storielli, and has been recently joined by former Major League Baseball player Trevor Pluth. Look at that. Who writes all this stuff? Wish I helped with the talking yank stuff. I don't even know if they have that in here. Yeah, they do. No, you're not part of that, according to Wikipedia. Fair. I, uh, man, is that a different sign of times? What was that like? Eight, nine years ago, I was going going to bed with three bedtime beers. Now that would that would put me to bed. Used to be your move. Yeah. Andrew J. Chapin gets a shout out in my Wikipedia. Hot. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, man. So anyone doesn't know the story, Jake. Jake, and when he was younger, Jake used to, whenever we were done drinking, you would take beers to bed with you, and then you'd chug like two more than fall asleep. Bedtime beers. And you were searching for a bed in my house, and you went into my sister's bed because she didn't wasn't there. She was at college, and my you didn't know my mom sleeps in there because my dad snores. Yeah. So he walked into the bedroom with hands full of beers, turned on the light, and my mom was sleeping in bed. Yeah. We've got a few of those. It's fucked up move. Yeah. They proceeded. Well, what happened next was, but yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. It's just come on now. It's bad. Uh, what's the schedule here? This is Thursday. We got a game Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So Sunday night we'll be do a, our last recap, and then Monday we're going to record a little playoff playoff preview type thing. I guess that's a plan. Yeah. Who, who, who is it looking like they're going to face? I mean, as of right now, did uh, I think the Twins technically have the advantage. I, did, I think Cleveland won again, right? Uh, right now it has his face in the uh, White um, Sox. I believe the White Sox already lost today, if I'm remembering what the standings were this morning. Yeah, the Cleveland. So Cleveland is a game back of the White Sox. I do not know who has that tiebreaker. Um, but the Twins are game up on the White Sox, but the White Sox have the tiebreaker on the Twins. So um, it's still kind of wide open. Um, gun to your head. If Just thinking about it, who would you most want to play out of those three? Twins. I think I'm White Sox. Their lineup bangs. Their lineup bangs, but it has slowed down a lot. And, like, I think Cole can take on Giolito. Keichel, you try to survive with Tank, and then they kind of don't have a three-starter, you know? Yeah, but, I mean, Twins, dude, I I do think the stigma of Yankees Twins is, like, their best ally. They might need that, yeah. Like, the Twins players getting down early in game one and then fearing the quote-unquote dumb ghosts like oh shit this is happening again i think is one i think it goes call back end bullpen stigma scaries 
rest of the bullpen lineup in like like three. you win you win cold day and, and then you're it's, good like and I then do- it's two nothing in the fourth inning the next day with Tanaka on the bump and you're like wait this is really how it ends that's the Yankees best chance I I think mentally the Twins will get down before any other. I this is a, like I don't believe in the jinx like right. I don't I don't I'm scared of the Twins. Yeah, they're but I do think they are also more scared of the Yankees. And if it does, if it does get, we win call game and then you take a lead, they may mentally quit. Right. I do. Th- I do believe that. I'm not trying to How, knock the twin skill. I'm just saying it's it, like a slight benefit the Yanks have. It's the through everything that's happened this year. How have we possibly found ourselves in this situation? Yes, the White Sox scare me. Cleveland, like Cleveland's Cleveland's the team I'd least I'd least want to play in a three game set. Like I think we're fine if you were to find Cleveland in a five game set. I mean, be the, the better. Thing we, the thing that we've said has changed is Garrett Cole and Bieber not only eliminates that but makes them like the favorite in that game. Yeah, I don't want, but uh, yeah. So I, I, for me, it goes Twins, White Sox, Cleveland, and then I, and then I see us Keiko. I just, I see Keiko. Like I, a little, I'm yeah. more scared of Keiko than Giolito with the Sox it, for my own weird stigmas. Yeah, no, same. And I think that like that Keiko Tanaka game. I mean, that's essentially lock the doors, just get out of here. Like I'm, demons may come out. Like Good and pants, pants off, three beers. I'm gonna enjoy this. <laughs> oh. I see you thinking. I don't know if it's the scene I well, just set up or I was just for Jess's benefit. We'll be at the office. We'll for be those at the games, office, so she doesn't uh, have to worry about that. So I guess it'll she can be get her own live stream. It'll and be it, for and your it's twins. Benefit. Yeah, I just don't see a way the twins. I don't see a way the Yankees. Uh, I'm not saying it. <laughs> All right. I like it. Good take. If they don't play the same eight guys, if Judge or Stanton has a day off tomorrow or Saturday Can't. or Sunday, would you would you allow a Voight day off if they said, hey, foot stuff, we want to give him one day off his feet? Yeah, do it game one. Do it game one right okay but that would be a real weird fucking time for them to be like you know the footsteps coming up because he's been right for a month straight yeah yeah that's all i got i don't get how Voight can be in the lineup through all of this but judge gets the day off here I mean, if we're being honest, they treat some people like they're special assets and they treat others like they're not. Yeah, I wonder if that flips because voice the most special asset they have that's still on the team next year. Yeah, this year. I don't think that's how they view it. I know, but this year he's been the most biggest yeah. asset on the field besides DJ, but DJ might not be on the team next year. Geo the other news, if you missed it, what? Geo sneaking up there in war, by the way, clicked on his numbers. Like he's, his, his year looks really damn good. He's awesome. 
The other yeah. news that we missed that is a longer conversation, maybe voicemails or well, we're not doing those is that Cashman said that he wants Boone to be around for another seven years. So expect them to pick up Boone's option and then probably extend him for like five years deal or some sh- shit like that. Why would you publicly say that if you don't, you don't have, you, he didn't, Cashman didn't have to say that. So he does. So it's, it should just probably be an extension soon. Yeah, I think it's a little sign of showmanship, too. I think you could say, yeah, I wanted him for 10 years, but I also wanted to win a title in the next two. I, I think he could back out of that if he wanted. Yeah, but he didn't even have to say it. Like, he was asked about DJ and Tanaka. And Cashman's a weird talker now. I think he's brutally honest. Except when he starts going weirdo town. Yeah, the, the, if he does a metaphor, that just means he's not going to give you the answer and he's... He's 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 not being dishonest, but he's just not being brutally honest. But if he actually gives you an answer, I think it's brutal honesty. Yeah, I think he wants Boone there for ten years, and he wants to win four titles. But yeah, well, see, I mean, they asked about free agency, and he was like, "Well, we got to figure out how much money we can spend first, and they haven't told us that yet. And a playoff run probably helps the Yankees' bank account. Like, honestly, if they have an early exit." Well, they're not even hosting games. Well, if they have an early exit, Jake, yeah. so they don't get broadcasting shares and stuff. I mean, I do think that affects the free agency a little bit because yep. we've been told that the Yankees got hamstrung and they also, these playoffs are the biggest way to balance out the books after a year of not having any gate. So the Yankees, if they don't get a chunk of money back and they only go three and out two and out that may fuck with the free agency tease it a few times jim people aren't ready to talk about the off season and luckily we don't have to for at least a week, <laughs> a week. maybe yeah all right thank you guys very much for tuning in we appreciate you we love you we'll see you later jake and i both got haircuts today so if you need one get one as well go yanks Lighten it up Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees. Go Yankees. Go Yankees. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking about giving therapy a try, Check out BetterHelp. It's entirely online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a questionnaire, they match you with a licensed therapist, and you can switch anytime, no additional charge. So, celebrate the progress that you've already made by visiting BetterHelp.com Yanks today, and you'll get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com Yanks.